Thanks for finding the What Had Happened Was podcast. I'm Amelia Robinson from Dayton.com. Boy, have these been tough times. I'm, of course, talking about the coronavirus emergency facing this state and the entire world. You know this as profoundly as Deb Wilshire of Beaver Creek. Deb, who is probably the closest thing my husband Anthony has to his sister, has been put through the ringer. I first met Deb and her darling mom, Jean, several years ago. In the last few years, I've watched as Deb and her brother have fought to find the right living situation for Jean, who has Alzheimer's. The coronavirus emergency has been particularly tough for Deb because nursing homes are now closed to visitors in the state of Ohio. That includes family members. Deb was gracious enough to share her story with me, and now I'm sharing it with you. It is real tough stuff. The What Had Happened Was podcast is a project of Dayton.com. If you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you find your favorite shows. This particular episode was recorded in my home office, which is not set up for a studio. I talked to Deb by phone. And I think the thing that's hardest with me, and, and so now that the nursing home has started the restrictions on visitors, I cannot visit. They have offered, you know, if you want to FaceTime. And my situation with mom, speaking to her on the phone would be good for me. But unfortunately, as soon as she hangs up the phone, she doesn't remember. She spoke to me. She's not going to remember even in the same conversation, she can forget the same thing three or four times. That's just the nature of the disease, the nature of the beast. It's hard for me because typically I would visit her every day. I mean, there were nights that I didn't go, maybe you know, go out or something, but probably five out of seven days I would go every night and get her ready for bed. That would include making sure that, you know, her lace parts were clean and that she had moisturizer on her face. She has both teeth and that her you know, dentures were taken care of. I don't have to do that. I know the nursing home has staff, but she's my mother. Right. She wiped my butt. I'm not trying not to cry, but it's an honor to take care of her. And I hate that I can't have her with me at home, but I can't. My children still live at home. I still work full time. I can't. I can't have her. I mean, she needs constant supervision. Just putting her in a nursing home was a hard decision. I don't fault the nursing home for, you know, the, the no visitation. I know that it's in mom's best interest. Right. But I'm afraid that we're not just talking about a week or two here. I said to my husband the other day, you know, her stage of Alzheimer's could change while I'm away from her. And... She already will ask me who I am, what my name is, and then the one that really kills me is, who is your mother? Mm. And um, I answer her over and over as patiently as I can. I worry, you know, will she be in a completely different stage when I can get back to her? I, I don't know. When was the last time you saw her? Thursday evening, and when I went in Thursday, they were already stopping you at the door and taking your temperature. Like So I, I saw her at the best very last time I could see her. I'm thankful for that. In fact, they closed down the visitation Friday while I was at work. I expected it because I work at the VA and we've taken, you know, really tightened up our visitors here. I expected that it was coming and I took her laundry home Thursday and I hurried up and I did it all and I washed it and I dried it and I folded it and I put it back in her bag and I put it in the back seat of my car and I saw it 
maybe I'll get lucky. And as soon as I get off work, I can run in there before they tighten things up. I got off work at 4, and they shut down visitation at 2.30. So I didn't get to see her Friday. But they did take her laundry, and they took it to her. They will bring her dirty laundry down to me. All I have to do is call and ask. The interactions I've had with the staff have been wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know, they've let me know that she's eating. Mom likes to not take her medicine. She's a defiant little young lady. <laughs> Usually that was something I could always get her to do. And the nurse was just always amazed at how, how do you get her to do it? I'm like, I don't know. I just tell her she has to do it. She stopped knowing you a while ago, right, as far as being your, her daughter. When she looks at me, she doesn't know who I am, but I think that she knows that there's a family connection. Right. She knows that we're very close. She never minds. Mom will do anything that I ask her to, where for the staff, there are days that she, you know, she won't get dressed. They'll ask her to get dressed, and she won't. But when I come in, I'm like, hey, uh, we're going to change clothes, okay? And she's like, okay, no problem. See, and that's the thing is the staff can't make her do anything. If it's her shower day and she refuses to shower, they cannot make her. But I can't. <laughs> so... I'm kind of like, you know, this has to be done, and it's going to be done, and let's just get it over with. Nine times out of ten, she's pretty good. We've only had a few incidents. Usually I just tell her, you know, Mom, I'm sorry. I know that you don't like the water. I know that you don't like your hair being washed, but, you know, it has to be done, and I'm going to do it. And I'm going, and I just talked to her the whole time. I'm going to get this over with as quick as I can, then we'll be done. And she's fine with that, but... Um, they let me know that she's eating well and that she's taking her medicine. Those are the little things. But it's hard when you're not there to see it yourself. Right. Yeah. Now, how long has your mom been in a nursing home? It'll be a year in April. And Jane had a pretty active lifestyle before she went in, right? Very active. She volunteered at her church. She would go out to lunch once a month with some friends of hers. They had a lunch group that met. Oh, my gosh, she got her hair done every week, church every Sunday, and then she would volunteer during the week at church, and then she would go out with the ladies' groups at church. She did that until we moved her in the summer of 2017. We moved her closer to us, and I would say that's probably really when she started getting isolated. Then we put her into assisted living in 2019, and that didn't last a month. She just could not conform to assisted living. She needed more help than just assisted living. When you do the FaceTime, you don't get the same assurance, do you? I haven't done it yet, but no, I it's not to me it's it's still not the same. It's not the same. I would love to see her, but like I said, I'm still working. I'm still going in public. I don't want to take that to her. And if I was the one that took it to her, I couldn't live with myself. Because it might slow me down, but it might kill her. Right. I know that this is for the best. It sucks, but it's for the best. I don't know. I don't know what to equate it to. Maybe childbirth? (laughs) I mean, this really sucks, and we have no no idea how long this is going to last, but when it's over, hopefully everything will be fine. I guess it's a blessing at this point that she doesn't miss you, even though you miss her so much. Exactly. I think so, too. I do. But then, then, you know, I wonder, does she miss me? And she just can't say. And I don't know. But I feel like it's a job that I'm unable to do. A job might be the wrong word because I don't look at it as a job going to take care of her. I I don't feel right in my heart if I don't go. 
Mm. If that makes sense. It does. It does. And like I said, I mean, you know, she, she took care of me and she did a very good job of it. For the most part, I don't have to worry about mom, but you know, their staff is still coming and going and living their lives. So if it gets brought in, it's probably going to be brought in from the staff. What are you supposed to do? The staff has to go home. It, I don't know. This It's just the craziest thing. But first, I really thought that everybody had just lost their damn mind. I was like, it cannot be this bad. But then the more that I read about it, the more I realized, you know, this was it. And yes, I was bad. I was one of the ones who caused the restaurants to get shut down. We were out both nights. Shut the bend. I realize that now. Yeah, I mean, we went out a couple of times, too. We went out on Friday nights. We knew it would probably be the last time we got to go out. Mm-hmm. I went to a coffee shop on Saturday because I had to have an emergency meeting with some friends. And we took Anthony's parents out to get some food to convince them not to go out, mm-hmm. which is ironic because we were out trying to convince them not to go out. This has been rough. And I can't imagine, you know, having to go through what you're going through and not being able to see your mom. It's just, uh, I have read enough history to know what happened in 1918. And anyone who says it can't happen, they're either ignorant or, I don't know. And, and everyone complaining on Facebook about the shutdown, they're all the ones who post the crap that's not true anyway. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, did you snope this before you posted it? <laughs> Please. Or did you read the article before you had an opinion about the article? You know, simple stuff like that. Know your facts. mm -hmm. And that's what I'm most afraid of, too, that there's going to be a lot of people who think they're detectives or investigators or journalists trying to spread information, which they probably should not. And they should go to official sources to get the news. And that's important in times like this. What do you want people to know? Hmm. I guess that we're all struggling. We just need to calm down and and get through this together, I guess. You know, what do you want them to know? You can tell them, but does anybody listen anymore? I don't know. I've seen that saying, you know, to be kind because everyone's fighting a battle that you know nothing about. And that's how I feel a lot of the time. Just because I think I think everything is being done to keep my mom safe. I, I don't disagree with any procedure that they have implemented. I understand why. I mean, when I went up there to drop that laundry off, I could have been a complete bitch and, you know, probably gotten the cops called on me. But what's it worth? Right. It is what it is. And it doesn't doesn't do her or me any good to get upset about it. I know that if I absolutely positively had to see her, I would see her. But I don't need to. I just think that all the procedures in place are being done to keep our uh, most at-risk population safe. Mm. And if we all abide by the rules, maybe it will only be three weeks and not two months. Mm. Yeah, I just just hope that happens. Mm. Yeah, me too. I don't know. But, yeah, I think you're doing a great job. I especially like the thread yesterday about the restaurants. That's what I was going to tell you. I just said to my coworkers, instead of going to the grocery store, wouldn't it be nice if we could pick up carry-out? One coworker said, well, I can't afford to do that every night. And I was like, no, I guess I can't either. But, (laughs) But maybe, yeah, two or three times a week, maybe we should get a carry-out somewhere from someone who's trying to stay open. Well, that's what we're going to try to do, for sure. I mean, we eat out a lot, and, um, you know, a couple times a week, more than most people probably, but we're going to do that still. So 
because we want people to be able to stick around and be here and part of the community. And these are our neighbors, too. Like, these small right. businesses are important to this community, and everybody's important. Thanks for talking to me. I appreciate it. I know this is hard. It is. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm usually a very private person, but, yeah, this is, um, it sucks, but we, we're going to get through it. it the alternative is, is that we won't, and I don't like that alternative. I think it will change us, just like everything changes us. Thanks so much for listening in on this special podcast. You'll be able to find the story I wrote about Deb and Jean and other families impacted by the state's ban on nursing home visits on DaytonDailyNews.com and Dayton.com. The What Had Happened Was podcast is produced, edited, and recorded by me, Amelia Robinson. The show's artwork is by my good friend Troy Liming of TL Creates of Columbus. Until next time, stay dating strong, and please stay a good distance away from each other. Yeah, until this whole thing is over, at least. Be safe, everybody.